I haven't started talking. Okay. Hello. Let me get this a little bit more input. Hello. Hello. It needs more input. Yo, yo, yo. That's a little bit too much. Okay, <laughs> there we go. All right, we'll do this one. You want me to say it? Hello? No. Oh, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the intro. Okay. Punk Revolution now. Welcome to my podcast. We, so all of you who watch my YouTube channel and Instagram and Twitter and so on, know that I am a big fan of punk music and indie rock and art. One thing you don't know is that I love the news. I cannot wait to turn on the news at night and just watch it until I fall asleep. So I thought maybe I can do a news podcast where I share the news that I think is important because I feel like the mainstream media doesn't always, you have to like watch like till like 11 PM to get to the good news. So we're going to, sh- so I started a news podcast with my good friend, Sophie. Um, you want to say hi, Sophie? Hi. Hello. Because I need, um, well, you know, I, I want, um, different opinions than me. Cause well, I uh, respect, you know, different perspectives. So we're going to do the news. We picked a few segments out of the news for Based News Network. By the way, based means based on facts. It's the news that's based on facts. Because I'm so tired of listening to the news. And, well, there's Fox News. You know, it's not always based on fact. Uh, So we're doing based on fact. Not based as in whatever you you know, right-wing trolls are saying it means. So let's get started with first segment, which is, I think, probably the biggest news of the week, which is Kate Bush uh, being on Stranger Things, which was a devastating blow to... uh, You want to say something about that, Sophie? I know you like Kate Bush, and I do too. I used to. Yeah, I'm a fan. I I noticed that you took her off your, your list of favorite... Yeah, albums, right? I did take it off. My top 100 best albums of all time is now top 99. Kate Bush was in there, probably somewhere in the middle. You were a little disrespectful to her, weren't you? But you apologized. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I did apologize. So I guess. But I feel like it was more. I feel like it was more disrespectful what she did to us than what I said to her. I mean, she didn't watch my video, or if she did, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. So I guess. It hurts. Would you say now, would you say that Kate Bush's music is worse? Um, it hurts listening. I don't know if the quality has changed, but it hurts to hear her voice knowing, like, what happened. And, like, I think of, like, all the new people that are going to listen to it, and, like, that hurts me. Like, they'll yeah. never understand how I feel when uh, I listen to her. Yeah, I guess, I think the thing that, like, all jokes aside about, yeah, I'm about kidding, it, but... I'm not. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I think what really hurts, though, is, like, watching, like, just the song appear and like, I've seen it, like, pop up a lot in a lot so of different content. So many TikToks. TikToks, yeah. DJ sets, oh. um, like, I feel like I've seen it in, I don't know if I've seen it in commercials, but I've definitely, you know, it's like, it's gonna be music that you're gonna hear in commercials and stuff. Yep. <sighs> Which is really dumb of me to be mad about. But yeah. it's also not. I mean, she's been popular for how, like, you know, like 50 years. Not 50, like, you know, 40 years. Yeah, 40 years. Yeah, wow, that's actually a long time. I don't know. I feel like I don't feel original for liking Kate Bush, but I just, based on what I've seen with other music, like, regardless if it's new or not, just sort of, like, 
don't know what the good example of like like a Doja Cat song like like Say So or whatever like that became like unlistenable because of how like many times I heard it. I, I feel like there's a part of me that really wants to make like a really strong, like actual intellectual cohesive argument for why Kate Bush's song being on Stranger Things makes it actually justifiable for why I dislike it more. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I'm actually capable of coming up with a cohesive argument, but I just feel that way really strongly. And I think a lot of people probably feel that way, but it's like Kate Bush is like at the popularity level already where it's like Stranger Things is like kind of, that's kind of where it belongs in a weird way anyways. But I don't know. Maybe if I liked this, maybe if I liked the show more, I wouldn't yeah, get as mad. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of the show. I watched the first season. I didn't like it. Me and, too. And then I heard the second season was worse. And I'm like, why is that people? Why are still people watching? I only watched the first season, so I, yeah. I'm. Sh- I, I've yeah. heard that it's good. I've yeah. I don't know. But there's so many other like great Kate Bush songs to like listen to that I feel like won't be listened to, or worse, they'll become like a TikTok trend song, and then you can't listen to that one either. So I remember seeing maybe like a, like three years ago or something, I found a Kate Bush quote, basically, maybe it was like four years ago. It was a quote from her basically saying that like, she supported Theresa May and thought she was doing like a decent job. Theresa May uh, was like, like the right wing, like prime minister for like a few years before was it before Boris Johnson? I don't know. Like that hurts. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, but like you know, I mean, it's not horrible. It doesn't necessarily. Yeah, it does hurt. It doesn't necessarily mean she's a conservative though. She could be. I mean, she's obviously yeah. like a centrist of some sort. I, re- I don't see her as being a conservative at all. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I I think she might just really be just like a, a normie when it comes to politics and yeah, just like maybe. wants a respectful person to be the leader as long as they aren't too extreme one way or the other. And I feel like Theresa May, you know, like. I don't know, again, like, it's hard to, because of Trump just kind of shifts everything around. Theresa made, like, I don't remember her doing anything overtly, like, evil, but obviously I don't follow it that close, so someone's probably going to say, you're wrong. She was the most evil person of all time. So, anyways, the point is, is I want to take that vital information and release it to the world <laughs> so people don't like Kate Bush again so I can like Kate Bush more again. That's so smart. Exactly. So you heard yeah. it here first. Look it up. Google. Let me actually Google it right now just to make sure I'm not lying. Because this is based <laughs> based on fact. So Kate Bush, Teresa May. I wonder if it's like a complete lie. Okay, here oh, we go. Okay, okay. So clarifies her political stance. I am not a Tory supporter. Okay, well, we know she's not a Tory supporter. So it says she expressed support for Teresa May in 2016. <laughs> Because she was simply celebrating a woman in power. Oh my god. But then she clarified, I am not a Tory. So she's That's hilarious. She's a feminist. She's punk as fuck for this. Well, that's, I mean, it's still very not good, but... It's not great. I mean... Yeah. It's very, you know, like, it's just... At least least she's not like, oh, Tory May's... I mean, not Tory, sorry. Teresa. Teresa May's doing, like, a great job, and I fully endorse all of her policies. But it's... Answering a question about Hillary Clinton and the fear of women's power, she said, We have a female prime minister here in the UK. I actually really like her and think she's wonderful. I think it's the best thing that's happened to us in a long time. She's a very intelligent woman, but I don't see much to fear. It's kind of a, a strong statement, that's a very strong. That's a very strong... And then her walk-back statement is, Oof. I don't support the Tory party, which is, like, really not even much of a walk-back. So, well, she... Okay, so she's famous, famously, like... Uh, a recluse 
Or maybe yeah. that's not a kind word, but she doesn't... She's not, like, out in the public eye that much. Like, people rely on her, like, newsletters that she sends to, like, know what's going on with her. So, like, I'm not surprised that she's trying to be a little bit diplomatic. Like, she, it seems like she doesn't want her opinions super known or, like, her personal life known. But, I don't know, that was a strong statement. It was very strong. Um, I will say, you know, she was born into, like, a... Uh, a pretty, I think, wealthy family. Uh, like that, like, like I think she's related to one of the Pink Floyd members or something like that. I don't, I don't think they were related, but the Pink Floyd guy knew her somehow, or maybe she was. But I like, I think they're cousins. Oh, really? I, me, I know that story. Let me just but take I a don't look. think, I don't think they were related. I'm gonna Google it real quick because this is based on facts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kate Bush. Oh, you're right. I don't think they're related. Um, yeah, I think, I think her, maybe her friend. Or his friend knew about her or something, or something like that. Okay, so I still think she was probably they had a connection connected. Yeah. So she's probably I'm, she's probably a little bit out of touch with the working class, doesn't understand the labor movement, the labor party. So we'll let it slide. The fact that she's um, a centrist is actually really epic because <laughs> I love this. My response to the interview was not meant to be political, but rather in defense of women and power. I feel he was putting a really negative slant on a powerful woman, referring to a witch hunt involving Hillary Clinton. In response, I said, we have a woman in charge of our country, and that I felt it was a good thing to have a woman in power. That's not exactly what you said. You mm. said, it's the best thing to ever happen to our country, <laughs> or whatever yeah, you that said. That was a strong statement. <laughs> yeah, I said, it's Best the- thing to happen to us in a long time. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, so, little fun fact. All you Stranger Things Kate Bush fans, you're supporting a freaking right-wing musician. <laughs> so fuck off. Yeah. All right. It's disappointing, but I... I'm I sorry. I realize there's probably a lot of people who didn't know that. I just kind of ruined Third her Third day, me. yeah. All right, so... Well, that hurts, but... Third topic, I'm moving on. Third topic? Is that our second topic, right? Oh, shoot. That was the first topic. So now we're going to the second topic. Okay, sorry. Um... Instagram protest is what I, I wrote here. So yeah. I actually don't even want to talk about this. No, we can. No, let's talk about. It. Let's talk about it. Okay. So basically, as someone who has six thousand followers on Instagram, so you know, kind of got the uh, got the legion. I got about a legion's worth of followers. Um, you can definitely feel the. You feel scared to post because you could post something that's completely innocent, completely innocent. And you will get a strike. You can have your account banned just because a word yeah. has like boobs and like a post well, has boobs. I have a personal okay. s- story about this. So I've never been banned before, but I had a post taken down because it was something about like women breaking the glass ceiling. Um, and apparently the, the word break got flagged for violence or something like that, like violence or like. Terrorism. I don't think it was terrorism, but it was violence or something, and um, it got taken down. And obviously, that's ridiculous. It was, I mean, that that phrase by itself is something that we should, you know, all support, right? Yeah, like breaking the glass ceiling. But breaking glass is that really that violent anyway? And obviously, it was like a mistake, and like I don't think a, a sensible person would would ban that. But no. there's clearly problems with the yeah okay the system yeah. that yeah. need to be addressed because that could have taken my account down. I haven't had that many strikes, luckily. So, 
you know. Yeah, because it's 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 a completely automated process yeah. where they have a big list of keywords that they scan through in every post. There's no nuance. There's no nuance. Yeah. They see the word. They they put a strike, and even if it's a mistake like that, you know the algorithm doesn't know what's a mistake and what's not. It's just because Facebook and Instagram, like, they really just want to protect their reputation and their wealth and make as much money as possible. So they would much rather be on the too safe side than on yeah. the too loose side because YouTube and Google have gotten in trouble for uh, lots of different things with really inappropriate, like, you know, content, con like, yeah. like stuff that actually is worth being mad about. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's such a, right now it's a little bit of a polarized issue where I feel like the, you know, like right wing in America is a lot more critical of like social media for being too, um, you know, like taking down false information spreading around. I think a lot of that is kind of bullshit. Like if there's something that's just like completely, just like a QAnon conspiracy theory, you know, I can understand maybe taking that down, but like the word break, you know, like, yeah. like that's too much. And like I appealed and like they like reversed it. So they they figured it out. Cause I'm, I don't know when, maybe when they, things get appealed, like people individually look at them like a real person, but I don't know. Just for context, a few hours ago, I posted, um, you know, like a list of all the Supreme Court justices addresses. Um, and, you know, I haven't had any notifications about it being taken down or anything because, um, you know, it doesn't have the word break in it. It's just a bunch of addresses. So yeah. it's just kind of how the algorithm works. So there's so there's going to be an Instagram protest. Um, and I think it's primarily like meme page driven, but I don't know. I, I know there are meme pages involved. How many meme pages are there really though? I don't know. Like, because I, I feel like in New York, it's a big city. So of course there's a lot, but the amount of people who follow into, into this niche of being a meme account owner and then also a like living in, in like the vicinity of New York mm -hmm. and also having free time that day and wanting to get out of bed. I don't know what the turnout's gonna be. Like I feel yeah. like it is a really good idea to do it. Obviously there's there are things that need to be changed. Yeah. Like yeah. we sh we need to allow for like more nuanced. So if you're listening yeah. and you live in New York, you should come because it it's is a it, punk, it, punk revolution. It is a punk thing. It's like it's a punk revolution. It's gonna be the punk revolution. Uh, it's literally a phase one. It's phase, a phase one. <laughs> it's the phase. Well, phase one already. I, I'm already on like phase like eight. Oh, okay. So this is phase eight of the operation. So, um, but yeah, you should come because it's an important thing, and you'll be there. It'll be an interesting thing to witness, no matter what happens. Yes, yeah. exactly. If the uh, police will show up in like SWAT armor, ready to like they like shut instantly us down. delete the account. Yeah, delete them. Delete That's it what all. I'm afraid of. I don't want to get in trouble for attending. Yeah, but I just want to observe it. I really do. I just want to see. I mean, that's that's like, I think it's really. A, I mean, it's a complicated issue because what you're basically saying is, you know, like your Instagram account is actually really valuable, not just to you, like personally, because it's fun to post memes, but it's like a really, really big part of your life in many, many different ways. Right. And like, if it were to be deleted, it would be devastating. It would be. So, it's kind of like you know, and lots of people not necessarily you, but maybe someday, you know, lots of people actually do like make it like their full-time source of income and like their livelihood, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's really fucked up that you have, you are legitimately concerned about going to a protest because you could lose like your most valuable asset in your life. 
You know, that's like God, extremely. It's, it's, that's sad. That yeah. That's my most valuable asset. But it's, it's but it I is. Mean, no, and I mean, no, it's true. I mean, it's my true. Instagram account has six thousand followers, and it's my most valuable asset. Yeah. Of so like, I can't, I can't really, you know, like you know, I, I get it. I get I it. I just want to like be on the internet and like be be respectful, but also like be able to you know express myself and like be authentic. And it sucks that that like little like blips in the system like. For example, taking down my post that says break glass down just really hurt me, you know? Yeah, and I think this is putting a lot of, like, fuel on the fire of, like, the cancel culture debate. Because I think if you're a right-wing, you know, dude who's seeing, like, Tucker Carlson talk about how Facebook is evil because it's controlled by the left or whatever, and then you post a post on Instagram saying the word break... And you get it taken down, you're gonna think, oh my goodness, the left have, has lost their mind. We're not allowed to actually post the word break anymore. Right. You know what I mean? It's like just dumping. That's like a radicalizing yeah. thing in itself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, Facebook, from every single perspective, we have people on the right in America, we have people on the left in America, and we have people on the center in America. Every single, the whole political spectrum agrees your algorithm sucks. It's, it's just pissing everybody off. It's ruining, it's, it's degrading the quality of the content mm-hmm. all so you can protect your ass. I don't know what exactly is going on. You know, like me and me, me literally just giving that feedback. The fact that we're afraid to give you that very valuable yeah. feedback that's actually good for your business. Mm-hmm. And you, and we feel afraid that we're going to get our accounts deleted. Think about what that says. Like that is how extreme your algorithm has gone with deleting yeah. content that shouldn't be deleted. So fix it. It's, I think it's not only is it bad for creators, I, I legitimately believe it's like plays a big role in a lot of like the most toxic political debates right now about right. cancel culture and all this like stuff that's just so annoying. I don't want to talk about cancel culture, but we have to because your algorithm is pissing off a bunch of people. We need to cancel the we Instagram. We need to cancel Instagram. Algorithm. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I think that was the tagline cancel Instagram or something. Maybe it wasn't. Oh. I might I don't actually know what I'm well, this is based on fact, but so I don't know. When is it? It's July, right? In July? I we don't know. I think it's late July. Actually, I was going to look it up, but yeah, I look got it up. distracted. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. Like, I think a lot of people are concerned about it, like I said, across the political spectrum. But a lot of the times, I think, like, the framing and diagnosis of the problem is really, really toxic, especially when it's coming from, like, Tucker Carlson. But there is, like, an actual issue that should be fixed, and maybe that would hopefully turn the toxicity down when it comes to this really annoying topic I mean, like, let's just like fix stuff that like is obviously like not like like because what i did was not even political it wasn't like pin- like opinion at all or like anything no, violent no, no exactly like, exactly can we at least fix like these sort of things because for me i'm very careful and like i don't want to hurt anyone's feelings or like be too controversial on online but like even i have issues with it yeah i like yeah. i really genuinely despise like super edgy humor humor and it's kind of funny because twitter is kind of where i go for that like i don't go for it but that's where i see a lot of it it. and it's funny that twitter is moving in the direction of becoming more with elon musk possibly taking over becoming more i guess you could say like tolerating anything goes actually probably elon musk seems to be right wing now that he's supporting oh that actually brings us to our elon musk topic okay i found it oh here we go july saturday july 23rd 2 p.m Instagram HQ. Okay. I'm sure you can find this if just search on Twitter um, 
Instagram protest and you'll see something. I'm sure there's going to be like New York Times journalists going or something. Like I'm sure yeah. there's going to be people who like come that are like, because they'll be like the only people who show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's going to be a bunch of like, like blue check. Um, it's going to be a bunch of blue check centrists who are going to write a piece about how we're like we're like delusional leftists like, or no, something. No, it'll be like Gen Z is is taking oh, insurrecting. Yeah, the, they're insurrectionists at the uh, Instagram HQ. Oh God. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they'll write a good piece on it. Cause That'd I be feel, interesting. I feel like I've maybe seen... I'll, maybe I'll write about it. Like, going back to, like, the Hunter Biden New York Post stuff, since then, I feel like I've seen, like, literally, like, 50 opinion pieces about social media. Like, and yeah. how to regulate it or deregulate it or whatever. And... Do you think social media should be a public utility? I mean, yeah, like, it kind of already is a public utility. You know what I mean? Like, I think the question is how do you go about regulating it from there? Which I think is a really hard question. And if you, if you mean public utility in terms of like nationalizing it, I would say no, <laughs> you know, not <laughs> that be- sounds like a bad idea. I, yeah. I think there's lots of good times to nationalize stuff for good reasons, well, but for social media, I if think you're talking about something where you're expressing opinions, often political yeah. opinions, that seems like a little bit dangerous. Yeah. If it's nationalized, then be- I think because of the first amendment, they would have to literally let every single thing you could possibly say be allowed on it because then it's like, well, that's true. Actually the government, yeah. you know, silence. Like, I mean, I think it's, it's pretty clear to most people who've like thought about it for two seconds. There's not real, like there's no real difference between like a privately owned corporation that like is silencing your free speech in the government it's just like they're just wearing like suits versus like just like different people in different suits basically yeah uh so in a sense it's like you have like you have no good choice either the government controls it which is bad the private corporations control it which is obviously bad as we see from the status quo the government tries to regulate it which would probably be also not successful in any way shape or form and then or you have a bunch of people with meme accounts go to manhattan and like <laughs> and protest yell. yeah so we're going with we're going with be, that option should be interesting how the protest turns out like what like how like what will chant or yeah, like what know. will i i'm saying this as if i'm going i don't know if i'm gonna go but i mean should we should we wear like bullet, yeah. bullets bulletproof, <laughs> bulletproof set vests yeah we should with like the meta logo on it oh Yo, I, I, yeah, we gotta think of something that's like really like. Or like undercover. Yeah, well, like what does Antifa wear? Let's wear like the Antifa <laughs> clothes. It's also an excuse for people to hang out with their friends because, yeah. I don't know if you guys are aware, but meme meme page people, they have deep friendships with each other and they do talk to each other. That's why I'm They'd hanging out with other. Sophie right now. Right. Sophie and right. I are tight. That's right. So, anyways. I don't really have anything else to say about that, I think. Just come to the protest. It'll be fun. It's for a good cause, and it's also just going to be fun. Yeah. Be safe. Yes. Yeah. And we got a troll Tucker Carlson who's going to (laughs) come and do a video about... Oh, yeah. So I did mention Elon Musk, who's trying to buy Twitter to try to make it more Um, Mm right-wing. Because I don't think there's really much more free speech to liberate. I think it's just he wants it to have more right-wing kind of vibes. I never really see right-wing things get taken down on Twitter. No, they like, don't. you see it all the time. Yeah, and, and I mean, I think it's, you know, I think it's probably reasonable not to just, oh, there's a, there's like a, you know, a right-wing pro-life take. Let's just completely ban it from Twitter. I can, under, I think that's, I think that's reasonable. I think it would be like, no one would want to use it if there's no, mm-hmm. like, a New, little bit of, yeah, you like, know, getting to hear other perspectives, obviously. Right. But, you know, like, even even going further right, you can definitely find 
like i mean i there's like there's like straight up you know white nationalists who support you know well, literally I mean, talk, talk about reddit yeah and like, reddit too yeah exactly there's like, like you can say so much on reddit and yeah. i mean reddit claims to have like restrictions but i've never really seen like i've seen some not by choice just some terrible things on reddit yeah i mean it's really hard to say like you know i i just i personally really think the instagram approach of like just really harshly cracking down on stuff like i feel like twitter's a good balance right now like i feel like it's a good balance mm -hmm. like it's gonna get worse though it's gonna get worse yeah. with elon musk i don't know how it could get worse <laughs> you know but it probably will i feel like elon musk's buying twitter is just like about the vibes like he wants it to have more right-wing vibes <laughs> you know what i mean or just well like i feel like he's going down the path of like being like i'm just like a sensible guy you know like i just, yeah. like i not like crazy and like oversensitive and like i just like didn't he say like i want to be able to hear my enemy like yeah and, yeah and i mean just a day after that was announced to you i think you got suspended <laughs> i did great. get suspended yeah he did yeah, yeah i mean um and you know when he was saying that you know it's really not a, a a repulsive opinion to say i want twitter to be a place where like the left and right have like equal voices and stuff but it's you have like, to understand that like he's he came out as a ron desantis supporter this is and like said a billionaire so he's a billion yeah it's a billionaire who supports ron desantis thinks ron desantis is a moderate even though he's like one of like the most right-wing politicians in america right now like it's it's absolute it's just it's absolute bullcrap he's it's, it's like he's kind of like gaslighting us like oh i'm a moderate who just wants to make things more you know balanced right. you know he's like making us seem like hysterical yeah and like exactly. i'm just a sensible guy i'm just like you except i'm the richest man in the world yeah richest man in the world who supports Common sense, ron know. desantis so god i mean it yeah but so we're talking about his daughter yes his daughter which I don't have much to say I've, about it. I've heard that it was a forced outing. Oh god. Which is really Oh god. Upsetting. I yeah, and I don't Let me let me look into that. Actually. Yeah, look it up, look it up for the some based on facts. It's If it's a forced outing that definitely makes it like less fun of a story, but there's still obviously that satisfaction of um Elon Musk posting a bunch of I feel like the way to describe it is like he's clearly has like frustration in his tweets about trans people, which is really, really pathetic. You know, like, I mean, that's obviously a lot of the right wing now, but as a grown man who, I mean, I guess Elon Musk has set the bar really, really, really low at this point, but him being in a relationship with Grimes and just like posting really, really dumb anti-trans memes um, and then you find out he has a trans daughter that yeah. was just outed. I feel like people are using her to own, like, Elon. Like, to dunk on Elon, which is kind of, like... I mean, yes, it's ironic and kind of, like, you know, at first glance, it's, like, funny. And, like, good for her. I'm glad that she's, like, getting out of that situation and, like, changing her all of her, like, name. Like, her last name, too. And, like, leaving because she's 18. But at the same time, it's, like... Especially if it was a forced outing, like, now people are just gonna be like, well, look at your daughter, haha, -ha, you have a daughter that's trans, like, like, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it, it's... Like, it, using her to, like, sort of dunk on him. Use her like, a political kind tool. of talking point rather yeah. than, like, the human side of... Right, because then she has to deal with having the, him as her dad. Yeah, and clearly, you know, he has so many kids across, I think, 
multiple mothers at this point now. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, if you're a billionaire, though, like the way he, like he's clearly pretty sociopathic. Oh, okay. So oh, what I think happened is because she changed her name and that's public information, like you legally have to declare that. Like, I think it ends up in a newspaper. Like you have to have it in a newspaper when you change your name. At least you did before. And I think that's still true. Um, so what happened is they saw that in the newspaper and put the connected the dots, I'm guessing. Oh, which well, is upsetting, I guess. I mean, so yeah. people are arguing that it is an outing because it's public information. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's not like she like went on her own Instagram or Twitter and it's like, I, you know, I mean, like mm-hmm. it was, I guess, kind of on the DL, it seems. But maybe yeah. not, but it seems like that. No, no, that sounds on the DL. It's kind of sad. Uh, it is sad. Yeah. Yeah, that does that that kind of, that definitely takes the fun out of the story. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe I I mean, I, it doesn't seem like she's released any statements about it yet, or made any videos or tweets or anything. Like it seems like she still wants to be pretty private, which is yeah. understandable. Hopefully, she'll she'll someday like provide clarity because i i like i like i mean obviously she can do what she wants if she wants to just stay quiet that's fine i would just i would really like just to know more because it is pretty mysterious like Mm -hmm. was it an outing was it herself knowing what she was getting into is she planning on speaking out like whatever she wants to do she should she can do it it should be interesting and i i do i feel like she'll be in the the news more like as things develop with her like yeah um, she can't avoid it. It's me paparazzi after her. Exactly, and that sucks. Like, I mean, no matter what, it sucks. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I I have a feeling she's just gonna go through some bad yeah. stuff. It feels like a Kim Kardashian saga, where mm. like you know, Elon Musk was dating Grimes, and then Grimes left him for Chelsea Manning, who's a trans woman, mm-hmm. and then Elon Musk starts posting a bunch of anti-trans stuff lots of people speculate I mean, not to mention like chelsea manning is like a whistle like a leftist like whistleblower who went to prison yeah. like yeah. the opposite of like elon musk complete the literally yeah. the polar opposite once the rumors came around that grimes was dating chelsea manning it does seem like the anti-trans rhetoric was stepped up a bit by from elon musk but to be fair that could just be because elon musk is elon musk and he'd be posting transphobic stuff anyways, even without Chelsea Manning. But like, it does kind of add this kind of twist to it. Like, oh, his girlfriend left him for a trans woman and then he starts posting transphobic stuff and then all of a sudden his daughter comes out as trans. It does kind of feel like a crazy Kim Kardashian-esque, you know, saga of like reality TV or something, but it's um, it's not fun when you kind of like peel back and realize like, it's like the richest man in the world, most powerful public figure in the world who um, is a really, you know, hateful person. And um, his daughter is probably really, really unhappy to not have a, a decent relationship with her dad because he's a bigot and a sociopath. Like it's when you peel back, it's actually really I mean, depressing. When, yeah. When you change your last name too. yeah, your entire name, like, yeah. You know, it's a you, clear statement that she doesn't want to be a part of his life. Yeah. Did you hear that story about like the the libs of TikTok creator being like on Twitter, like their name being revealed? Oh, um, you mean the Taylor Loren situation? Yeah, yeah. I, I just know that Taylor. I I like Taylor Taylor Lorenz and like I'm kind of friends with her, so I like saw that this was like going on, and I felt really sorry for her because she seemed like she was going through so much and i don't really know the details i just know that libs the libs of tiktok is like a like right wing like 
Is it like a trolley? Yeah, it's just it's just making it's just like picks like the really really weird like liberal cringe basically. Liberal, I'd say most of it is actually leftist cringe, mm. which to be frank exists as well. But liberal cringe is there's liberal cringe too. I feel like liberal cringe tends to be made fun of by the left more. That's true. And then leftist cringe is made fun of by the right. Like, people who are just really, really weird. I feel like they don't know how to distinguish the They don't two. know. They yeah. actually don't know how to distinguish, but you're right. So it's like right. anything left, moderately, like, left-wing, but, but like, a bit cringe. Everyone's going to make fun of liberal cringe, yeah. but... Uh, That's, like, something that, they like, the leftists and the right can, like, agree on is that liberals are yeah. bad. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, the, the point is, is, like, so Taylor Lorenz, mm-hmm. she did, you know, completely nothing wrong. She was just doing j- journalism and just found public information it's not like she like revealed secret information it, it was public information she was able to find like in some you know i think she i think it was uh i think the tiktok account was like registered as like a business in like some pu- public domain where it's really easy to find the creator's name and taylor lorenz just put the name in there as public information and you know the right wing went absolutely berserk yeah. about how how Doxing. how unethical it was you know mm-hmm. and then you can kind of say you can kind of think the same thing happened to Elon Musk's daughter, but in a much worse context because it's you know like her name being public information and then spread around as a meme, and you almost hear basically no backlash whatsoever about that being um, you know of course you're not going to hear from the right wing right wing especially, but it just kind of just goes to show how like uh, lopsided the discourse is. Yeah, they pick and choose, like, yeah. they cherry pick, like, what they want. Yeah, exactly, and, um... Promote whatever, like, ideology they're spewing. Exactly, yeah. so, I don't know, it's just, it's just, I mean, obviously everything is really hypocritical right now, but, um, that's, like, an actual real example of, you know, digging up information that shouldn't be shared and, like, uh, I don't right. know. Anyways, Elon Musk stinks, yeah. um... I, I, I'm interested to see what's going on yeah. with their daughter, but of course, it's yeah. up to her if she wants to do anything. Yeah. Oh, Buzz Lightyear. Buzz okay, Lightyear. Yeah, so, so we just uh, got back from the movie theater and we saw... Um, Lightyear. Lightyear, yeah. Lightyear. Sorry, I almost said Buzz Lightyear. But, Lightyear's a good... That was actually a good name for the movie. Because it's, it's like, like about It's like the most time. like generic... <gasps> You know what I mean? Oh my god, I never thought... Did yeah. you know that before? No, no. It? Like, even if Buzz Lightyear's name wasn't Buzz Lightyear, Lightyear would still be a decent name for the movie. But I don't want to give you the impression that the movie was good. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was... Re- it was... Ter- it was... <sighs> I, you know, I, I, I like Pixar movies. I really like Pixar movies. Mm-hmm. I, I do... You know, I do like... Um, I like Toy Story. I like Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, they're. Gr- I mean, they're good movies. Like, yeah. I mean, first of all, I don't think this movie had needed to be made. I don't think there was really a demand for this movie to be made. At least, I mean, maybe there was, but I didn't really see that. It felt like milking the last drop of Toy Story nostalgia, <laughs> but forgetting that like Buzz is like kind of a mid character in the yeah. movie. <laughs> you know, like No, no one's free. You know, yeah. what would be interesting, I think people would like this, but I mean, right now Greta Gerwig's doing this already in like live action, but like a the movie like a movie about the Barbie character and Ken, like Ken those were like people thought those were funny. Like I yeah. remember that. Yeah, like, that would sure. be like more interesting to me. But maybe yeah. it's because I'm a girl and like I played with Barbies. Well, I feel like this movie and Maybe I'm maybe I'm gonna get canceled for saying this, but I feel like this movie had a plot that's very spaceship, very action, like Top Gun, like a movie that kind of appeals to like boys. But then like 
w- once you like get into the actual like movie. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. I mean, yeah, like you're a lesbian. You do the talking on this part. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I. I okay. <laughs> yeah, it was. I agree. I think that the the demographic was a little bit different than uh, yeah, like you said, like it's marketed towards like boys. Like that's it's just a fact. Like that's who they're marketing to. That's like what it's an action like. Maybe it shouldn't necessarily be like this, but it's it is marketed. But the content was a little bit it's more the the content just felt like it was for like four year olds. You know what I mean? Forty? Four. 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 <laughs> I feel like it was for oh, four year olds. I thought it was more forty year olds. Because, like they're smart enough to like be aware of like like I don't know. Actually, you know, I think this is the issue is that it's it's for nobody. It's That's for nobody. It's for nobody. It's it's like because if you're if you're into like spaceship stuff, which I am, I love Star Wars. I love Buzz Lightyear. I want to see like you love Buzz Lightyear. I love Buzz Lightyear. You know, I want to see like Buzz Lightyear like like choke like a dinosaur to death. You know what I mean? Like I want to see him like gouge an eye out. Like I don't know, maybe not um. that, but like you know, in Star Wars, they like they cut people's arms off. Okay, so you wanted something that was a little more edgy. Not edgy, but, like, more, like, more action, more... Okay. Like, less sort of... Because it was really boring. It was really boring. There yeah, was so no personality to no, it at all. No, no, there's, there's many things wrong with the movie. I'll put it this way. I like action movies. It was an action movie, but it didn't have anything that makes an action movie a good action movie. Because it was so squishy. Yeah, like... <sighs> You mentioned this before, but what happens in the movie, no spoilers really, is that... No, we can spoil it. I mean, they... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we can spoil it. (laughs) They fly in a a spacecraft, it crashes, and they try to get back on the spacecraft, and then crashes where it fails. Like, that's really what happens the entire movie. Yeah, the plot is horrible. (laughs) It's on a spaceship, it crashes. Gets in a spaceship, it crashes. Gets in a spaceship, it crashes. Gets in... They're just trying to fly away, and it's like literally every time the plane crashes, it's like... I want the movie to be over. Please end this movie. It's like they go too far every time. You think it's over and then it happens again. Or like the bad guy like comes back again and you think he's like done and then he comes back again. And yeah. like, you don't like that music comes in, they're like, it's yeah, like, it's Jesus. Like, there's no stakes. You don't know if Buzz Lightyear has a family. You don't you, really even know like what the mission is. Like don't, We don't know what the mission is. To get home we, where home is sort of ambiguous. I'm 26 years old. I've watched every sci-fi movie from Donnie Darko to 2001 Space Odyssey. I'm able to follow all those plots because I read there's Albert like, Einstein, <laughs> and I could not follow with Lightyear, which is an action sci-fi <laughs> movie for fucking seven-year-olds. I thought it was interesting. They had a character named... Was it Yvonne? Hey, Ivan. Ivan, sorry. Ivan. I V A N, which reminded me of Hal from two thousand one, like the computer, like AI. Yeah, yeah. Except that that's, right. that's like actually amazing. It's cool. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, oh, it was. <sighs> so it's obviously. It felt a little pandery too. Like I'll yeah. be honest. Like. Yeah. It's it, like, I don't know. Like. They it feels like a very okay. I'm I think a lesbian, so I yeah, can say that. You can say I will say I'll say I'll put it this way. And I'm 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 a I'm not a lesbian. I'm a straight guy, but I I I think I'm I think I have, I'm I'm a delicate, gentle intellectual who can talk about these sensitive topics. I feel like 
it's like corporate art. You know what I mean? Like corporate art, like you'll see Instagram ads and Facebook ads and Twitter ads and stuff where they will show you like a really hideous work of art, but the cast happens to be like really diverse, which is good. I, it's great. It's great. You know, but like that in itself doesn't make the ad good because the art itself is trash and it just comes across like pandering. Yeah, and also like they don't actually care about those people at all. Like they're just no. like a marketing tool for them. It's a way that they make money. And like, I feel like, I don't know, they could have done these characters more justice. They could have. They could have. I mean, the lesbian character like is basically dead within like, 30 minutes of the film. Yeah, that's it. No, literally, and we don't I have her, video. She doesn't even, like, her character doesn't change or develop. The only thing that changes is her age. And it's like, you see her life and, like, she has, like, a brief, like, kiss. Nothing, and then, nothing. like, has a baby with a woman. Like, but you don't even see the, like, development of that. Like, it's just, like, you... No, no, no. Yeah. It's literally, like, literally, like, literally, you see the kiss, there's a lesbian kiss, and then literally, <laughs> two minutes later, the lesbian who did the kissing is dead. I swear, she's dead. And they're showing, like, a video footage of her saying goodbye barrier, to Buzz. Like, the barrier gaze, like, yes. situation. Like, yeah. Because, okay, let's be honest. I I don't think, I think they're too afraid to have a lesbian character, like, last through the whole film. Because then they'd have to address that relationship in the film. Because, like, she actually has stakes because she has, like, a wife and a family. So, like, her, like, being concerned about, like, dying means more. You know, and they'd actually have to like explore that if she was like a character yeah. throughout, right? And then that they they it would be much harder to edit so that they could like play it in China. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess that's a good question: is how much um, how much does the that like blame fall on the the the, the really uncomfortable um, China situation? Like that they feel like they they maybe they feel like nervous to not even just explore that side of her more, but like just do the bare minimum of fleshing her out to like I really like, do think that. I think it's a big yeah. part of it, you know, like it's it's like weird because it's exactly right. It's like I think it's completely valid to want more diversity and representation in movies. Like I think that's like a legit like people make fun of it as haha, it's such like a like a liberal ideal to just put like diverse people on the top of the hierarchy. It doesn't fix the system. True, but also it's like it's actually makes better art and you know it makes better movies and i actually it does it does mean a lot to kids like it matters like even yeah, you can like obviously like when i grew up there were like i if i ever like watched a kids movie there would be like no gay people in them like yeah yeah like i mean and i think that is part of the reason why like gay people don't feel normal they're like are confused because like they're like okay i've never seen like anyone react like behave the way i do like and i know i sound cringe right now but like it's kind of it's a little bit true that like sometimes you do want to like have a character that you can relate to in a like a piece of media like that is a fact i don't think that's cringe at all i, think, I know pe people make it seem cringe i know nowadays, I, yeah, I but do, i don't think it's cringe I, I feel like there is like a sect of like really really online leftists who are like really really pretentious and want to like make that cringe because it's not like an explicitly materialist analysis or something like that but it's actually not cringe it's like it's it's completely reasonable and it just sucks that they clearly were trying so hard to sprinkle this movie with that kind of appeal without making the movie good without making the characters good just completely leave the bare minimum right. like it feels like the cliche of using it using like, exploiting that 
for right. money. Like, it, it, that's what it felt like. And, completely. like, that kiss, like, went viral. So I actually went into it thinking that that character would be there the whole time. And, like, I actually thought that scene was the ending scene. And I thought, like, oh, no. it was a joyous return. So I thought, what was wrong? I mean, that's kind of sad, like, oh. how bad the movie is. Like, it's just like, yeah, like, how are you going to have one of the most likable characters in the movie die, like, less than halfway through? And then, like, be replaced with a bunch of, like, neurodivergent characters that are kind of annoying. You know? And, like, I'm, not, I'm neurodivergent. I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> Me too. I am too. So. Yeah. She is yeah. more than I am. I mean, it's a spectrum. <laughs> like, it's not... We're not the autistic spectrum. This, you know, we, we... You know, maybe it is. Maybe for Sophie, not me. Uh, I don't know. I don't <laughs> okay, know. we're gonna... We're not... Okay, we're not gonna say that. Uh, I think, but... No, well, we're nerd. We have a. We are neurodivergent yeah, in a we're, similar we're exactly. way that we won't disclose. Yeah, it's, we're not allowed to talk. We are allowed to talk about, but, <laughs> but we're not going to disclose it. We choose to not. Talk we're gonna. About we're it. not going to disclose. So we are it. neurodivergent. So we can critique how like. Yeah, exactly. Neurodivergency yeah. is like Displayed. portrayed yeah. in media. Exactly, it's like it just. I'll put it this way: when neurodivergent moments popped up in the movie, it was like annoying because it just slowed the movie down. <laughs> Like, it's like, it's like, oh, cool. She's having a panic attack. Now we have to wait for her to, like, calm down. Like, that's not fun. That's not fun. Like, I mean. Or there's also, like, a more thoughtful way to, like, show that, too. There that's is. really, if you, like, if that's important. Because, like, I mean, trust me. I'm, like, we've definitely had panic attacks before, like, in our lives. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of people have had a panic attack before. Yes. And, like. But make it cool. Make it a cool. <laughs> don't have a panic attack, like. Because you're just giving conservatives something to, like, make fun of. Because yes. it's bad. Like, it's bad. It's like you are poorly representing us. Coming from a <laughs> yeah, coming from a neuro die, I'm pretty pissed. Make yeah, make it cool. Make it interesting, more thoughtful. Like, yeah, and I I get how people would maybe think like oh like don't call something like annoying when if it's just like reality and like, but it it wasn't annoying in per se. It was just sort of like. It felt out of place and not done like no, respectfully no. or I like mean, ha- in any interesting yeah, way. Exactly, having a panic attack is not annoying. If I'm if my friend is having a panic attack, it's not like oh shit, what a fucking annoying douchebag. It's yeah. like oh my god, we got to comfort, we got to help them out. You know, like it's like a serious thing. That's not like a plot point to add a little bit of tension to a really boring movie scene. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like if someone has like a tick or some kind of, I don't know, like special interest or whatever. Is that, is that the term people are using now? I'm going to Google that. Let yeah, me Google that's, it. No, that's a, I mean, I think, yeah, I, I don't actually know. Like, a special interest. To be, to be like completely like Oh, here we go. Truthful. Many autistic people have highly focused level of interest in particular topics. That's called, that's some people call it special interest. So like, I feel like this movie literally was trying to like, like get yeah. get at like some people some characters had special interests um and like i think that's i you know i've i have many autistic friends or sorry i have many friends with autism that have some of them have special interests some of them don't and it's i think it's it, cool it's a cool thing it's never annoying I, I love when people like know a lot about a certain topic i think that's awesome yeah like it's, a, they're it's sub, cool they're like savants of like something exactly it's cool yeah. so why can't you display that in the movie in a cool way that's right. not like because it is literally cool it's literally yeah. cool it's like, literally it's hard cool. to mess up yes exactly they 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 dropped the ball they dropped the ball i'm pissed yeah. i was i was excited for uh gen z 
diverse light year movie. It could have been good. And I mean, I think it's also funny that this, I actually read this is supposed to take, like, this movie is supposed to have been made in, like, the Toy Story lore in, like, the 70s. Just, like, no absolute way this was, like, supposed to be a movie from the 70s. Because, like, for context, like, this was supposed to be, like, a movie. Andy's Andy's favorite favorite movie. movie in 1995. So, I mean, maybe it came out in 1995. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't mean, know. But, like, I, I read somewhere on, like, a letterboxed well, review, but I given maybe how, wrong. Yeah, given how hard it pulls on, like, the Star Wars nostalgia, it definitely has a little... Because Star Wars came out in, like, the late 70s. That's right, think, that's so. right. So I definitely There was a lot of that. But, but obviously the sucks. content in there would not have been, like, tolerated in a movie from that time you know what it is even the 90s you know what it is oh by the way the movie came out a week ago and the theater was completely empty that's a, that's an important part of piece of context like the, in the theater, like a really like busy area and a really it was in times square we went yeah. to we saw it at times square <laughs> at like prime time a week after it's come out literally four people in the theater five people and you know what i just realized you know what it is you know who the target audience is me i'm the target audience i'm a dude who likes space i'm a dude who has toy story nostalgia i'm a dude that appreciates diversity i'm a dude who loves science sci-fi and action and like like has a really like genuine part of him that like likes to see a gay kiss in a pixar movie i'm the prime audience and i hated it I hated it. Also, all of those people were adults. Not a single child was there. They're all just adults in the movie. You're right. Not a child in sight. You're right. It's a good lesson of how not to make a movie. Yeah. Just make an interesting movie about, like, diverse people. Sophie, what's a good movie that's, like, really good that has, like, a lesbian protagonist if, if you Does it of. have to be about a lesbian romance? Or no. no. Okay. Or should it be? Like, I think it shouldn't be. Actually. It shouldn't be? Okay. Well, I actually have to think about that. Okay. Well, I guess <sighs> including if it's a lesbian romance. There's a lot of good lesbian romance movies. Like, even that the, some that are, like, more teen humorous ones. Like, my one of my favorite movies is But I'm a Cheerleader. And, like, that's a really good, like, I think it's good represent it's like funny and interesting and campy and very wholesome um i like bound and mulholland drive those are good movies i guess i guess mulholland drive isn't oh. well it kind of is about a romance but it count i mean it, but it's also like uh, but, no 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 i think that i think mulholland drive is probably the best example i mean for me i haven't seen yeah. a lot of those movies you list. like of, of a movie that's just like a phenomenal movie that happens to have like lesbian protagonists but there is a romance into it as I well mean, it definitely has to do with their like actually the entire plot revolves around an aspect of their like relationship yeah that's a good point but it's not like sorry <laughs> i accidentally hit the pause button all right talk more about mahal and drive sophie yeah okay um gosh i forgot i was, what I was you were saying. saying that so when i was saying when i was interrupting you um yeah, I can't believe I'm about to post all this man- mansplaining on the internet, but um, I was saying that because it's such a surreal movie where things don't really make sense, that mm-hmm. the fact that the like lesbian romance is a big plot point doesn't feel as like like also, oh, sorry. upfront. There's uh, the okay, so there's has nothing to do with them like being lesbian in the sense that like they're not like saying I'm a lesbian or like at. I'm facing homophobia per se. Like it's about two people who are in a like who are in a relationship or have some sort of relationship 
and it they the movie never addresses the fact that being like attracted to another woman is different or like not normal it's That's just it just happens it. and like they, there's never i mean obviously like one of the spoiler alert the character has a relationship with like a man and like the other one is jealous about that so like there's that but i mean i don't know it just it seems like yes they're it, it looks like it seems like a world where homophobia doesn't exist basically or like where gay people are just as normal as straight people because like i don't know is that a good thing for like representation or would you rather I have mean, addressed homophobia more or something like that i don't really i mean think it's already so. a i think that's movie, like really like, uh, like i think that would have been unnecessary yeah the movie's already really good there's no need to like but i but guess i don't think it's the best representation yeah, of less exactly. of les actual Actually, lesbians yeah, that's a good but point. like i think that that movie isn't as much about their identities at all i think bound is a really really good rep- like representation of like actual lesbians Gotcha. Which was done by the Wachowskis, oh, the Wachowski oh, cool. sisters. Oh, gotcha. So um, I love that movie. It sounds like a. I mean, it's I love. Really I love the Matrix. It's a crime movie. It's like a like a revenge thriller. It's very good. Yeah, you know, the Wachowskis should have directed Lightyear. I, it would have been good. That would have been did. actually yeah. a really good. Like that would have been more wholesome, and like I think it would have made like I don't know the gay character feel more genuine yeah and, because, like, because wasn't Lightyear directed by like just like a white guy yep yeah so yeah, like the, who has like no connection to like any sort of like of those identities that were like not yeah. that you have to be a part of those identities to like depict like an animated thing I mean you know I just think you like, should have someone at least on the team there like telling sure. you like because they're more interesting if they're they're coming from people who like understand or like or feel passionate about these things yeah, that's what it is. There was, no passion. There, was there no, was passion. no passion. There was no passion. There was no like. No pa- they were just so like characters that were just there to somewhat move. Like, what's what were the, what were the characters' names besides Buzz? I don't know. I mean, oh, um, Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Something like that. Hawthorne that's was the, the last name. name. Oh, Izzy Hawthorne. Yeah, Izzy Hawthorne. That was the granddaughter, right? I don't yes. even remember the the. Oh, the there was woman. oh there was socks. There is the <laughs> the, the cat's cat. name was socks. That was epic. That was very you know a little. <laughs> Hat tip to the non-binary community there, I believe. Which I appreciate, actually. I think that was actually a good nod and humorous. Yeah, yeah. so obviously someone at Pixar has the idea and, like, knows how to properly, like... It just wasn't... It just yeah. wasn't enough. We needed someone else to... Like, okay, first of all, this movie was not needed at all, period. But if someone interesting, like the... Is it Wachowskis or Wachowskis? Wachowskis. Okay. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. The Wachowskis are, like, actually interesting and, like, make good movies. And, I mean, like... I mean, say what you want about their movies, I guess. I enjoy them. I think they're at least more them. interesting than, like... And they do sci-fi, too. I lo- okay, they do the Akira, too, The right? Matrix, yes. Yeah. The Matrix is one of my all-time favorite movies. And all the other Matrixes that aren't as good as the first one are still really, really entertaining. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't... You know, like, it's like the first one is just, like, perfect this in many different ways. This is something to but... appreciate, like, the fashion and, yeah. like, the, like, action of it. Like... The, okay, the outfits in here, and I know that's what they wear, were, like, not interesting at all. There was no, like... I think part of the boring issue is that, like, the setting didn't really change in any fundamental way. Like, it looked the same. Oh, my God. Every yeah. It was, like, kind of gray and muted. Ugh, their outfits were so hideous. There was nothing to really look at that was, like... They looked like, like they were dressed up like that's fucking really imp- Barney. That's what... <laughs> 
You know what I mean? They look like they're yes. they look like they're dressed up like Barney. Like imagine like four neurodivergent <laughs> Barneys trying to escape a planet and they can't because the the plane keeps crashing. And imagine the plane crashes like ten times for the movie. That's that's what the, what was the movie. That was that's the movie in a nutshell. With like really watered down like Star Wars music. Yeah, yeah. If that sounds. And then they yeah. killed like the lesbian in like thirty minutes of the movie. They killed the lesbian in the, the movie. 30 seconds after her first kiss. It was like a montage <laughs> of the them getting older. And the kiss was like a peck. Like, it wasn't a real kiss at all. And like, okay, I'm not... Okay, here's the thing. I wasn't offended... I'm a lesbian. I was not offended by the... Like, the kiss... Like, I, I wasn't offended by it. I think that's like... It would be normal to have like a peck kiss. Like, that's like... Makes it less like, sexual, I guess. Which is nice. But like, also like... I felt nothing. Like, I didn't know... A, I didn't, we didn't know how like they met or like... Or like... Like, I don't know. It just wasn't yeah. interesting. We didn't care about that character at all. Also, the protagonist is important, and no one cared about the protagonist at all. No, no. My hypothesis was they wanted to, like, thread the needle where it's okay for it to be on China, it, or on China, in China, so they have to really water down the gay character. Which I is guess, like, but they're just going to cut it out anyway. I they're going to, yeah, but I know. Yeah. So they, they thread the needle where it, 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 it doesn't appeal to the American audience oh, because it, you know, yeah. and then it's not going to appeal to the Chinese audience either because it's just a bad movie. Uh, and they probably would have been better just to go all out with the gay stuff. Why not? And then it wouldn't have been in China, but then at least it would have been in America and they probably would have actually, because they're not going to make money off this movie. They're losing money. <laughs> and um, they would have probably actually made, you know, mon- like, so it's, it's, it's like literally from even like a really cold calculated exploiting diversity for money perspective it Mm -hmm. still fails at that even yeah true but like i don't know i just keep thinking back again to like no one asked for this movie to be made i actually did oh sorry (laughs) but i wanted i wanted to because well because you remember the beginning of toy story 2 where they had that really dope scene where like that could have been like that would have been a sick movie but that's like the, I stand. I stand correct. But that's like that's like the toy. You know what I mean? It's not like the a, toy is way more interesting than the character itself. They should have just made the character more interesting in in at in some shape or way shape or form. They should have made him gay. I mean, like at this point, like that would have been that would have been that would have been awesome. Yeah, that would have been I mean, awesome. He was like gay for Woody at that. I, maybe yeah. Was he gay for Woody? He kind of. I got the vibes. Like not actually, actually but I like it seemed kind of gay to me. I feel like there was times where um, like they would like both like fall on top of each other and then like look at I each other that, and the cheeks would like be the red. The biggest and thing be, like, is that they have a, a rivalry, and with rivalry, mm. if you have two main characters who have a rivalry, there's gonna be romantic tension and there's gonna be opportunity for like people to. <laughs> Is that what it is? I mean, that, I think that's like... That sounds right. I mean, speaking as a gay person, that's like what gay people do. With, you you like, have rivalries with other gay people and you want, like, you kind of have like, a little crush on them? I mean, sometimes, but also, like, in gay media. Like, oh, okay. Like, when... Uh, okay, I say this, like, as a former, like, super hulak, um, I, who is on Tumblr, people really like the enemies to lovers trope and a lot... A lot of times that has to be that's usually like two men who are like enemies like people's okay this is actually really disgusting and weird but people ship like obi-wan kenobi and like anakin in the prequels <laughs> but like an adult anakin i guess but it's like creepy because he knew him as like a little kid but like they sh- ship that because of like they're like fighting like they because they bonded together right but then they like 
like Anakin turns on him and then there's like they're fighting in like the third movie and there's like all this tension between them trust me people really do ship that I swear to god so like isn't he like 13 in the movie yes that's why it's awful but like when he gets older right in the third movie he's probably like I don't know in his 20s maybe he's like 19 or something and like they people ship it and it's I'm I think it's weird and wrong but like people do people like when like okay because like Sherlock and John always have this like dynamic where they're like annoyed with each other but they really do deep down care about each other and like I think that's why people like to ship that but like I'm I think this all started with Pride and Prejudice right the enemies to like lovers because they hated each other oh yeah but then they fell in love and they had this profound like story so I don't know I think that happens a lot and like gay people love Pride and Prejudice so so you're saying the movie Lightyear would have done a better job of representation if there was like a 13 year old like prodigy don't say that <laughs> that was like don't say that i, like, I never said that I, like there's like romantic tension no with- i never said that would be good i just i know you're kidding i know i just no no that's not i, I do not endorse that. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you know what the issue was there's no romantic rivalry let me tell you about star wars and how oh don't i mean there's more star wars ships to, i mean yeah to be had. Like, i mean there was like actual incest in that movie kind of yeah like it's weird like okay it's crazy what like straight people will do with straight characters and like like be completely sus with that but like gay people can't be in a movie for like two seconds this is like a really sensitive topic because hmm. i feel like in the media world of like people who really follow international politics and stuff like right now there's like a hyper laser focus on criticism of china and i feel like this is like a kind of a nuanced topic because like china's politics are very complicated and it's it's definitely not good to you know brush broad strokes Right. And like especially if we I mean we are based news network but like yeah. we don't always know what we're talking about and we're like we're not afraid to admit that because that's like what Yeah. that's like what you should do. That's true. So it's it's, it's just exactly like I feel like when it comes to like the this kind of odd conflict with China it's extremely complicated and there's people who are like hypercritical there's people who are hypercritical of those who are hypercritical. This is like a weird way where it's like in like a really like intricate debate that i don't pretend to like understand fully but then it like it it does in a weird way actually seem to directly impact my i mean it's a it's a superficial way it's light year but it is it is like kind of creeping into like you know the media i consume now and i wonder like how that's gonna play out i don't know how to understand it i don't know yeah i guess that's the thing is i don't know how to understand it and what to make of it of like editing films to show in china you mean or just Editing films, I mean, it's kind of a recent phenomenon because it wasn't like, I mean, I guess it's not that recent, but... Well, they also do it for other things that aren't, like, gay people. They also added other stuff that would be, yeah. not be favorable. Or they add things in. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I read an article about this, like, years ago, but I just don't really remember the specifics. Yeah, that's but th- That actually happens in America, though, too, because, like, edit... Because for, like, airplanes, for example, like, the movie Carol, which is a lesbian movie, I, I like that movie a lot... Um, got edited like the it was edited for like Delta I think so that there would be like no kissing scenes in the movie between the women when it's a romance movie and they're the main characters Um, and they edit it for the airplane and I guess like I mean maybe it's because like 
they don't want people like watching explicit things. I mean, it's a kiss though, like or explicit things like on an airplane. But like I've been on an airplane and I've seen some insane stuff like on the TV because they're from movies and like I'm not saying it's bad, but it's like yeah. I don't know. It's obviously done because they don't want to like offend or like yeah yeah uh, like homophobes yeah you know? no no for real it's like it's i guess that's a good that's kind of my way of feeling about feeling about it too is like before turning this into huge like resentment towards china because of their social policies like it's definitely important to like look in the mirror for a second and just yeah. remember how much more homophobic america was like a decade ago that we were internally regulating ourselves because this wasn't even a decade ago this was like 2015 oh okay well there you yeah. go so or 16 yeah, yeah and like obviously i'm sure there's a ton of other stuff that's still like not being expressed because it's too spicy and like you know for a pixar movie obviously i'm sure a lot of gay people have already felt that they've been repressed in america by American directors themselves without Forever. needing China. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Like, so it's and, nothing yeah. new. It's nothing new, and I, 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 I do think from what I've read, it does seem like Ameri uh, China has shifted a little bit rightwards in terms of like their social policies and being a little more anti-LGBTQ tolerant. But America just overthrew Roe versus Wade, so no need to like you know pretend like you know like we gotta fix. I know it's I mean, cliche, nothing, but. Nothing is sacred, I guess. Like, Nothing's, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, if that can, can change, then other things can change too, so. Exactly. I don't know. So, yeah. I had one, I, we had one more bit, which was um, me ratioing Andy Milanakis on Twitter. Andy Milanakis has gradually over the years gotten more and more, basically just shilling NFTs and crypto and stuff like that, and buying really expensive NFTs and you know he's not the only celebrity doing it lots of people are but literally just this week the crypto market crashed and the nft market especially basically went down to nothing where like no one is buying nfts everyone who's gotten involved lost a ton of money okay and then andy milanakis this week posts hey you're like hey guys check out this new nft i bought for 1.5 ethereum it's just bluntly transparent the reason he decided to buy an nft now is because they're cheaper because it looks like the market has gone down and because he wants to build more hype up about about them so that the prices can go back up so it's not like he he blew he's probably lost a shit ton of money he probably he's probably he, honestly he's probably in a lot of debt right now i hate that it's gambling that's presented as if there's any sort of like artistic arti merit artistic merit or innovation whatever there is you know i think the blockchain is somewhat innovative but i think obviously nfts as they currently exist are just a fucking joke and when you this is there's there's a term for this i forget what it's called but it's like when a gambler is like losing really badly they're losing a ton of money they bet even more because mm -hmm. they're hoping they're gonna have that big break and they yeah. it, it to me when annie milanakis is buying yeah when you're buying more when you're gambling more when you're losing so much you know it's it's for me it's a combination of i don't know if it's gamblers remorse or whatever it's called or maybe it's also just like him wanting to basically manipulate the markets by building more hype into these complete vapid things regardless it just reeks to me of just like bullcrap so i basically reply i just replied saying like this is just sad dude that's all i said <laughs> and i ratioed him he quote tweeted a picture of me standing in front of my anime shower curtains and then i ratioed him again by saying anime curtains are based and i grew up watching andy milanakis you know he has like hundreds of thousands maybe millions of followers on twitter i grew up watching him on tv the fact that I ratioed Andy Milanakis <laughs> to me is like literally that's my grand achievement oh, of so my he life. Can't he like 
recognize that like you posting that like you're self-aware yeah i mean i don't know i don't maybe i, I don't know like, like I, he probably seriously thought you were like a loser who like has waifus and like you know yeah that's true like but like can you like, but the thing dude, is Andy, come on how old is Andy milanakis though because he's like i think he's probably in his 40s now you know what i mean but still like yeah he's a comedian he's he a should comedian, know better exactly I, I think just he's so like laser focused on like trying to make money off nfts he, I think he's actually. I don't know if he's in denial that he got roasted. a lot of people. Yeah, I think. I he's mean, they can't accept that it's failing because that would mean that would be like a, a hit on themselves, like on their own self esteem and their yeah. self worth. If like, they were to actually acknowledge the failure that is NFTs, they would be exactly acknowledging exactly. that they are a failure. Yeah, and, and that's and, too much. And full transparency, like complete transparency, and I have no issue like um, admitting this. Is like I have invested, like several hundred dollars into both bitcoin and ethereum lots of people like that's what investors are doing now like people you know who who ha like like you know they invest in the stock market they invest in their 401k and they invest now also like maybe five percent of what they they do in crypto like that's what that's what major investors and banks and institutions are doing so you know i'm not like I'm not happy the market's down. I've lost, I've lost, I mean, I haven't lost that much money because the vast majority of money I'm not, I don't want to put in there. But the point is, is like, there's a difference between having a little bit of your income going in there just because it seems like a decent investment in the long term. It's like what everyone's doing. So you yeah. feel like you have to. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then Andy Milanakis, you know, seems to me like he's all in on this NFT stuff, which is, um, I mean, it's painful to watch. It's painful to watch because those are people who really um, people go in debt investing. You know what I mean? Like that's that's how like the two thousand eight financial crisis happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what's that one app that like you you can like invest without a broker? There's Robinhood, which oh, is really I think the popular it was that one. one. Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah. did you hear that story about that like nineteen year old or something who like committed yeah. suicide? Yeah. Like. That's just, like, so sad and, like, horrible. Yeah, the, yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And Andy Milanakis, um, I think he doesn't even, he's not even aware that he's doing it because he is clearly so delusional he believes in what he's doing mm -hmm. uh, because it is very culty. But ultimately what he's doing is, like, people are, you know, young people who don't understand that the markets go up, the markets go down, and right. you have a very good chance of losing it all. Um if you're pushing it like this is going to be the big next thing like the next big thing like there's going to be lots of 19 year olds mm -hmm. who right now are probably oh shit yeah. <laughs> i'm in a lot of debt right now so that's yeah. so fuck you annie milanakis and my curtains are awesome my shower curtains they're really epic yeah so that's all i have to say um but i ratioed him twice and that's yeah. that's like to that's me that's a ratio in itself that's a ratio in itself that to me is like i slayed a beast like <laughs> i grew up watching annie milanakis and i i it's like the, it's like the movie lightyear you have to watch the movie to understand. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and that's all the topics we have. Yeah. So, um, thanks for listening. Um, I, I, uh, I would love to. You know, we're gonna be keep, keep doing this stuff because mm -hmm. it's um, it's good news. Yeah. And it's base news. It's base news network. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for listening to the base news network based on facts. <laughs> um, uh, not feelings. Not feelings. Like, yeah. Punk revolution. Now.